today on the Trend Out Loud podcast. As a black female, um, she's severely underpaid compared to her counterparts. What up? It's your boy Trent Out Loud, and I'm back with another episode. Yo, I'm excited. I'm feeling good. I got a quick little episode for you today, packed with a punch. You know the deal. Get your cell phone charged up. Get your earbuds ready. Turn your volume up. I'm about to start the show. Let's go. Little Wayne calls Nicki Minaj the goat of the Young Money label. Yo, that's crazy. First of all, Whoever thought of this question was that's was that was a horrible question. <laughs> I know two chains asked the question. I'm gonna play the clip in a minute. I know two chains asked two chains asked the question, but whoever wrote that up for him, that was horrible. You can't ask a parent who their favorite child is. Anyways, listen to the clip. It says your goat young money artist. Goat young money artist. Nicki Minaj. I would say Nick too. I love Nick too. Um, for the life of me, I can't think of why Little Wing would answer that. If for those of you who are watching on YouTube, you know, Wayne's um, sorry. For those of you who are not watching on YouTube, Little Wayne's head is all the way down, and he's like looking down. It seems like he's reluctant to say Nicki Minaj, and I can't figure out why he wouldn't say say Drake because Drake is the goat. Whether you are looking. Um, at lyrically impact um, sales um, just globally just every like Drake is a far bigger artist than than Nicki in the hip-hop world you know he's still bigger but I, I get that there's a conversation to be had but stop it and <laughs> you know what I mean like if you're talking just the young money label in every aspect and, and the, I would think that the sorry in every aspect he has Nicki Minaj beat and the only aspect you could talk about is lyrically and even lyrically, although that I say all the time, Nicki Minaj's top 10 men and women, top 10 rappers of all time, period. That's a big statement to make. I'm sure people would argue alone just with that. Um, but if I put Drake in the top 10, I wouldn't hear that many arguments. Um, but the only thing that they could be compared with is just lyrically. Um, but delivery, flow, impact, like I said, style, like everything, like maybe he has, maybe she hasn't beat in style. Anyways, um, I was very disappointed in hearing this question and I was equally as disappointed with the answer. Uh, you guys let me know in the comment section below, but hands down, Drake is the goat of the Young Money label. He's the one who saved the Young Money label when Drake was in jail uh, sorry when uh little wayne went to jail um and Nicki minaj has has held it down but i mean you know drake has number one albums as a plural like Nicki minaj has three you know what i mean like and in 20 years from now drake will be the far bigger artist he'll have the residencies in in, in vegas like how usher has um and Nicki will will still be around but she they're not on the same level so yo as a fellow canadian Yo, I'm upset by this answer by Lil Wayne, who's the goat himself, but the goat of the young money imprint is Drake. Uh, talking about goats, um, Shaquille O'Neal um, wants to put Steph Curry in the goat conversation. He's not saying that he is the goat, but he is saying he is asking the question is, should he be put in the goat pot? Uh, here's a clip. Because he's been consistently the best shooter his whole career 
I'm wondering, is it time to start putting him as the best player of all time? Best player? I'm going to say. Over, you put him over you? In, in, in the conversation. I'm uh, asking you. Yes. You put him over you. Okay. You yourself Way put better. Steph Curry yes. over you. Yeah, that, this is why he's my favorite player. I'm not saying favorite. Played, he might be my favorite too, but I'm just asking you I think played, he's better than you. I played 20 years, watched 20 years before that. I've never seen a guy like him. And he's doing it consistently, and he has championships. You put him Maybe over Michael. Time. No, I, no, I'm not putting him anywhere. I'm saying, okay. you know, for all the chitter chatter, is it time to just put him in the conversation? Think, now, I have often said this, um, again, to make clear, not that Seth is the GOAT. We all know Jordan's a GOAT. Let's not get into Le- LeBron-Jordan uh, conversation. But I still do think Steph Curry um, deserves to be in the conversation at, at at minimum, he deserves to be in the conversation. Um, and there's an argument to be had. Um, and, you know, people will say that they don't agree with that because of his all-around game, defense, assists, or whatever. And people will agree that he's probably the best shooter of all times, but that's all he has in his game. But for me, why he deserves to be in a conversation is the impact that he's had on the game in the past 10 years. The NBA is played in a different format because of Steph Curry. Like, plain and simple, like, point finale. Like, Jordan didn't have that impact on the game. Like, Jordan played the game that everybody was playing. Now, Jordan was the best at it, but Steph, with the threes that he's taken and 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 the, the generation that has come up with him and now watching him, the three-point shot is a shot that is vastly more taken because of Steph Curry, and he has changed the game. There, You don't have as many players driving the lane, um, dunking. Like, back in the 80s and in the 90s, it was all about, you know, driving the lane and, you know, you know, running over people and, and dunking, and it's not – It's even look at the slam dunk competition is not what it used to be. Um, anyways, um, one of the things now where I don't why I feel like Steph would lose in the conversation of the GOAT conversation is, is, is for me, his impact in the finals um, and, and in the playoffs, but in the finals, more importantly. Um, and I don't think that he's the, um, you know, buzzer beater, last shot, give the ball to me, like how um, LeBron, I'm sorry, like how Kobe and Jordan is. Um. You know, I, as much as I love that the, the Toronto Raptors, you know, won the chip um, the two, in 2019. Yeah, right before, right before COVID. Um, you know, it was Steph. Like, he missed, you know, I think it was a game sh- game shoot. Sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll bleep that out. Game six um, uh, shot. And, um, yeah, we know that, uh, you know, KD was injured, but Steph should have stepped up. So I feel like Steph in the finals hasn't stepped up enough to be the goat or even close to the goat. However, due to his impact on the game, I believe that he should be put in conversation. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. I'm anticipating that not a lot of people are going to agree with me. However, um, Shaq said it. Shaq is one of the greatest of all time. So, um, you know, if if Shaq said it, there's got to be something to it. So anyways, let me know what you guys think. Taraji P. Hinson um, has come out and says that she is thinking about quitting acting. Um, now, I don't know the the level of seriousness um, in it. I think she might just be in a dark place. But she does say that um, she, um, as a female, as a black female, 
Um, she's severely underpaid compared to her counterparts. Here's a clip. I heard on the street, Taraji, you had the audacity to just say you're thinking about getting stopping acting. We said, stop talking. Hmm. Are you thinking about it? Um, mm. I'm just tired of working so hard, being gracious at what I do, getting paid a fraction of the cost. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of hearing my sisters say the same thing over and over. Um, you get tired. Mm -hmm. I hear people go, you work a lot. Yeah. Well, have to. The math ain't mathing. Mm -hmm. And when you start working a lot, you know, you have a team. Mm -hmm. Big bills come with what we do. Yes. We don't do this alone. The mm -hmm. fact that we're up is a whole entire team behind yes, us. Yes. They have to get paid. So when you hear someone saying, oh, such and such made $10 million. No, that's not that. That didn't make it to their account. Mm -hmm. Know that off the top. Uncle Sam is getting 50%. That's right. Okay? So do the math. Now we have 5 million. Your team is getting 30% or whatever your team is getting off of what you grossed. Sometimes not more. after what Uncle Sam took. Now do the math. Mm. So I just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm only human. And, and mm -hmm. it seems every time I do something and I break another glass ceiling, when it's time to renegotiate, I'm at the bottom again. Mm -hmm. Like I never mm -hmm. did what I just did. Mm -hmm. And I'm just tired. tired. Yeah. I'm tired. And if I can't fight for them coming up behind me, then what am I doing? I'm sorry. I'm sure it's going to go over a lot of people's head because a lot of people are out here struggling and a lot of people are, you know, you know, living paycheck to paycheck to make ends meet. But you know, she brings out a point of, okay, you make $10 million a movie, you know, that cuts down to $5 million because the government takes half, then your managers, etc., your stylist, whatever, and you're left with, you know, a million, 1.5 million. So there's going to be people at home being like, listen, I make $40,000 a year. What the hell are you complaining about? But I understand what she's saying. Um, or, or, or what I'm trying to say is, sorry, try to understand what she's saying is that she's not necessarily complaining that she's hungry or broke or living on food stamps, but she's saying compared to the other people in the industry, compared to the white actresses in the industry, compared to um, men in the industry, compared to the producers, compared to the um, executive producers, compared to the finance people, compared to all the other people in the industry um, you know, that make movies go, um, you know, she could be a lead carrying the entire movie and everybody involved is making, you know, five, 10, maybe even 20 times more, um, than the money that she's making as a black woman. So I know when people hear millions, they kind of like to tune out, but I think that if you look at it from the point of view that I just painted, you'll understand where she's coming from. Uh, let me know what you think in the comment section below. Young thugs, dad comes for little baby and I couldn't be more happier because this is exactly what I said to you guys. Um, I was, I don't know, this was maybe six months ago um, when Gunna um, was um, copped the plea and everybody was coming at him. I was like, listen, y'all need to be quiet uh, because you guys don't know what's going on in the court case. And this is exactly what young thugs dad said uh, when he was on a podcast. Take a listen. How do you feel about little baby throwing shots at Gunner for his plea deal? For his plea. He need to shut the fuck up. Cause he don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, he's 
He's going off of what he what he heard. Ask him, ask little baby, have he ever came to a court date? Oh, okay. See, that's that's what I want y'all to ask these goddamn rappers and these bloggers with this old snitch shit and this. Did have when have y'all went to a court date to support slime? When it comes to court cases and trials and lawyers and prosecutions, prosecutors, you never know what's going on. Um, there's always strategies and um, and things that you know are going on in the background. And ultimately, lawyers are just trying to get their client off. Um, if they have come together and I'm talking hypothetically and said, hey, this is the best way to proceed. Hey, Gunna, you take the deal. This person take the deal. This person fight, whatever. Leave it here now to thug. He's not going to say anything. We're going to do this. Have a mistrial. Said that you guys snitch and they get like, if, if, if thug is tell, told Gunna to take the deal, why are we out here, you know, saying that Gunner's a snitch and he's breaking street code if 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 Thug was the one to tell him to do that? Or they all came together and agreed that this was the best for all of them. Like you don't know. So um, you know, in the in the Katashi, Katashi 69 case, Takashi, I think that's how you pronounce his name, you know, that was clear cut clear-cut snitching, right? Where the other part, you could tell they were like, you know, this guy's walking around um, with security, witness protection, hiding around. People are saying that they're going to kill him, etc. Like, you know that that was not, you know, orchestrated. But until we have more details and until we hear, you know, Thug's um, outcome um, and, and, and hear from him, I just think that we should follow... Um, young thug's dad's advice um, and just lay off him for a second until we have more um, more details and, and figure out what the hell's going on. So anyways, that's just my take on it. Let me know what you guys think. All right. This brings us to the question of the day. This is a crazy question. Um, Cameron Diaz uh, wants to normalize married people sleeping in different beds and also living in separate homes. Like, this is crazy. Take a listen. So Cameron Diaz wants to normalize married couples living in separate bedrooms. So she went on the Lipstick on the Rim podcast, and they're discussing this, and she says, I have my house, you have yours. We have the family house in the middle. I will go and sleep in my my room. You go sleep in your room. I'm fine. Can I tell you something? Like we, and we have the bedroom in the middle that we can convene <laughs> yeah. in yeah. for, you know. Yeah. This was like wild to me. This is really some, <laughs> this is white people um, things, ideas, man. I, ne I have never heard of no black people, no West Indian people, no uh, brown people, Indian people, um, any sort of ethnic group suggesting or living these kinds of lifestyle. Like this is a definitely a North American trait. Like this doesn't make sense. Indian people actually get married and live with the husband's parents and take care of the parents. Forget about them living separately. The Indian people live together with their parents until their parents pass away. And then they have kids and the, and the kids stay with them. This is crazy. I completely disagree with this. Um, and, and I like to think of myself as a per person who kind of always tries to understand and see both sides. I don't agree with this at all. Um, I feel like if you are married, if you're in a relationship, if you're living with somebody, 
that's the point. You're living with them. You're sharing with them. You're our unit. You're, you should come together. Now, I understand that sometimes you get annoyed of a person or you get tired of a person. So I'm all for the, hey, I'm going away with the boys for a weekend or I'm going away with the girls for a weekend or whatever or you know what I mean? Or even if there is an argument that it's like, hey, even at that, I don't like the argument. I was going to say, you know, I'm going to go sleep at a buddy's house and blow off some steam. No, you can have a night out. You could do something. But that's the point of a relationship is to work together in, in unison. I do not believe in the living under the same roof, but sleeping in different um, rooms, um, you know, Outside of the fact of somebody's a snorer or someone's a bad sleeper or whatever, I'm, I'm, see me, I'm trying to make sense of it, but there should be no circumstance where you guys are living under the same roof, but in different, um, rooms or especially live in different houses. Then there's no point of getting married. Married, um, is, is, is a union. It's a sanctity. Um, uh, if you have children, there's a family and you guys should learn to live together. It's a, um, it's supposed to be harmonious, right? It's supposed to be yin and yang. You guys work together. You guys give up, you give up some sacrifices. She gives up some sacrifices to be able to live together. And if you don't like it, be like me, be single, live by yourself, and then you could do whatever you want. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. It's your boy, turn out loud. Go to signupexpert.com forward slash Trent. And then once you sign up for all betting apps and get all your bonuses and get all your rewards, go to your app store and download BetStamp and use promo code TOL.